Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We talk all things MCU, the the madness of it all, and the and then the moonness of it all. Mm. Mm, rolls right off the tongue. The moonness. The moonness. This has been such a busy week. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness released a couple days ago. And also the day before that, the finale to the Disney Plus series Moon Knight. Uh, episode six, Gods and Monsters released. So I guess some people watched this finale and then went, took some sleeping pills, went right back to bed. And then woke up in time for their Doctor Strange streaming, or sorry, screening. That's that's totally possible. And someone who did do that is our guest for this week's show, Brent. Brent? I did. I took 30 grams of, no, gee, grams, Uh milligrams of melatonin. Uh, I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see this waking world until I'm in the strange screening. And I had someone carry me to that screening and i woke up in the theater so i had mm. no break from mcu and you're the, about to go into hibernation until miss marvel right or that's or, right yeah or um, love and thunder love love and thunder i'm yeah. i'm taking i'm taking a, a, a siesta what do you call it? a siesta for uh two months i'm, I'm yeah. going down for the, the hard nap uh oh no God. that means death doesn't it yeah uh, i don't I, suddenly this became very <laughs> weird <laughs> i don't like this i don't i don't like where this joke went i apologize <laughs> but this is yeah we're, we're we're really excited so obviously we're we're talking about moon Knight. you've seen the title of this episode tomorrow or later on we'll talk more uh multiverse and then on patreon we for sure are talking about multiverse so don't worry it's not like we ignored that giant movie that came out mm-hmm. sorry but you know what let's take a little sidebar brent what do you think about that avatar trailer <laughs> Oh, 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 please well, keep it under thirty minutes, okay? Uh, under thirty minutes. Well, this episode's now going to be well over an hour. Um, yeah. You know, I I was I was pretty whelmed by it. I was pretty whelmed by it. It mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. kind of what I was expecting. Um, like I told I told Adam because Adam was like, "Hey, report back. We got to tell me about that Jimmy Cam's trailer. We covered him on Director Showdown a while back, and so like." We're, we're vested. We're vested in this movie. Um, he's very cynical about it. I'm very optimistic. Um, <clears throat> the it's, it, I mean, it's got like breathtaking visuals and like vistas and creatures and all this it's a stuff. vibe video. It's exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking when I, I rewatched it earlier because it kind of uh, leaked on Reddit. Um, and so it's very just, just vibes. Like I really think that it's Disney or their marketing team, whatever, just wanting to kind of reintroduce the yeah. world. Be remember like, hey, this. remember, remember <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake. Uh, I don't remember his fucking last name, but Natiri, um, you know, the Navi and Pandora and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, James Cameron, you, you can't really, you can't really doubt him uh, because he, I just feel like thrives on that. And anytime people have been like, Oh, this thing's going to be a mess. Um, even though I don't, I don't like love avatar. The first one, I, I, the theater going experience was like incredible. Um, I mean, I put that movie on like my top 10 of the year because of just like the experience of seeing it in the theater. Um, I do think that it would have been a more profound trailer viewing experience if, if it was in 3d, because that adds so much to the kind of, um, impact i think yeah. of of his filmmaking 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I it it did what I kind of expected it to do, and I I, I really I think the movie is going to be better than the trailer kind of uh, kind of sets up. So yeah. I liked it. Yeah, Avatar: The Way of Water. That'll be we got to do a countdown to water oh, or countdown to Avatar or something, and watch. Yeah. A minute of each of those really long special effects movies. But here's what I'll say about Jimmy Cameron. Good old James Cameron. People always assume that his movies are going to be like the Titanic and sink. But James Cameron, he's the iceberg. You better watch out for James Cam. All right. Well, let's talk about another space related thing. And that's the moon. Because it triggers. It triggers Mark Spector. and gives power to Konshu. And we're talking Moon Knight, Episode 6, Gods and Monsters. Look, this is the finale. We assumed that Konshu would get out, which he did. We knew that Amit would be released, which, uh, which you know, she's out. Uh, Arthur Harrow is able to uh, really have, like, this giant Amit kind of uh, taller than the, the pyramids, uh, you know, <laughs> ready to consume and judge souls across the galaxy. Yeah. Um, we get a, a nice reunion between... Uh, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector. Um, and then, of course, we've got some really great reveals towards the end uh, with Layla and the Scarlet Scarab and, uh, you know, a third gentleman caller, I would say. Yeah. Um, a little bit of deja vu, too. It kind of starts where it ended. Um, and we get, you know, some goldfish action. But, Brent, what did you think about the finale of Moon Knight? Um, yeah, what did you think about it? Uh, I thought it was really great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, if people have been listening to any episode, I've been on a couple of these Moon Knight episodes. Um, it's kind of like the show yeah. is has mm-hmm. many different identities as well. Because sometimes it's Sophia, sometimes That's it's right. Brent. You're never all, in the same room at once. No, we're all just we're all just different people inside of your brain. But yeah. you know, people people can hear a different yeah. voice. That would mean that uh, I'm Konshu. Yeah. I think well, in this metaphor. Conchu pod, rename mm. it. Yeah, I'm gonna um, talk to you like he does. <laughs> Brent in <laughs> F. Murray Abraham's voice. I can't do it, but I'll try. Yeah. Emmanuel. I can't do it either. You've got um, to kill him. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's not bad. Uh no, I thought it was really great. And um I was a little bit like, huh, how are they gonna wrap all of this up? in the final episode. And then I saw like the final episodes, like something like 42 minutes or something. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be quick. And it is quick. It's like a very jam packed episode. A lot happens in it. Um, but I thought it was really gratifying. And, and yeah, what I was going to say is that like, I've, I've said it before, but like I'm new to moon Knight. I, I know essentially nothing about moon Knight going into this show. And so, um, it was just a really gratifying experience to kind of like, uh, to learn about this character and his different personalities and kind of um, uh, the journey that he takes in the show, you know, into the afterlife back to the real world. Um, it's, it was a lot of fun and uh, I had a thought and it's just escaped my mind, but um, yeah, big fan of Moon Knight. It's, it's maybe, I don't know. It's up there for like MCU shows um, that Disney plus has done. I I just really enjoyed it. It's like a quick six episodes. Oscar Isaac is just, just out of this fucking world on the show. He's so good. Um, And yeah, I thought, I thought had a really kind of satisfying ending that like obviously leaves questions to hopefully be 
conclude or like figured out in the future, even though it seems like Oscar Isaac is very kind of like, we'll, we'll see. Cause I think he only signed on for this uh, show. Yeah. This, this like first season and that's kind of like all his contract kind of stipulated. So I think he's very much like you show me the quality material and I'll come back when you have it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I hope that happens because it, you know, there are definitely some questions left uh, unanswered um, a new dark, you know, very dark personality out there uh, taking care of uh, some, some uh, messy business, but um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. You brought up a really interesting point and that, that, you know, Oscar Isaacs isn't signed on for more of these. We had a, a pretty glaring omission of that thing that M- uh, the MCU does, which is, you know, Moon Knight will return or Moon Knight mm. will return here. That didn't happen in this show. Right. Um, and there's really no significant connection to the MCU here. Like this could be a different multiverse or universe because we don't yeah. have a captain. And, and uh, apparently, you know, the, the directors say that they were offered many connections in and they said no we're good without it which i think is pretty admirable that is really um, admirable there, because, i was expecting yeah. something and the fact that they went all six episodes being like a self-contained story that i thought more than pretty much all the other shows is is very character focused about you know this guy and his relationship to his other kind of parts of himself basically um yeah that is really admirable i kind of like that they did that yeah, um, uh, his name, just so everyone knows who to credit, Mohamed Diab, who directed a lot of these episodes, too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. And I think that, you know, uh, the rumor was it was going to be an Eternals connection. Um, but right. let's talk about this episode. I, yeah, I thought it was really fun. This is the action-packed episode. And it is seeming that this is kind of what happens in the show specifically, is the second to last episode is all about the emotional journey and catharsis. I mean, the last episode before this was uh, literally a revisitation of his past and kind of a mental check on the moments and even what creates Stephen Grant, his other personality, or sorry, his other identity. Um, And then this one is all about I think like big fights, big fights, big moments, key decisions happening, a new superhero in Layla. Um, and then yeah. we've got like some, I, I would say like some, some, some hectic magic happening, you know, containing uh, Arthur Harrow becomes the avatar for Amit. But at the same time, there's a giant Amit fighting and, um, you know, Konshu fights, at the same time as Moon Knight and, and Scarlet Scarab is, is, you know, teaming up and taking down the goons. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, there's a lot happening in this. It's really impressive action wise. Um, and there's also like a cool, well, there's, there's also like a cool way that they kind of wrap it up, uh, uh, you know, two goldfish. So it, it, it's assuming that, 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 you know, Steven and Mark have some kind of a resolution together. At least mm-hmm. they manage each other a little bit better. Um, what's interesting too is Konshu tells them that they're free at the end of this, um, and then we find out <laughs> uh, not real. It's kind of jumping around here, but at the end, everything that everybody wanted and predicted, Jake Lockley, uh, you know, just another identity. Kind of the hinted. It's kind of been hinted at with this kind of violent. Um, a person yeah. version of, of, of Mark Spector, one that cuts out and when he cuts back in, if everything's bloody, it happens again here 
Yeah. Um, what do you think about Jake Lockley? Uh, like, uh, uh, yeah. What do you think about the introduction or actually the unveiling of that character? Um, I thought it was really well done. It's it's a thing that like ever since I, f- I forget which episode two or three that he first has a kind of blackout and we're like, oh, there's another person here. Um, I think the way they they went about it is really clever. Where it's like uh, when Conchu is telling them promising them that they will be free. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of funny because it's kind of like a, a clever little trick that he pulls on them because it's like, yes, they, they are, they're like, their personas are, <coughs> um, are free, but you know, what they don't know is that Jake Lockley is, you know, this third personality who, is totally down to do Conchu's business. And, and that's that to me, that's the biggest kind of lingering question is like, what is that character's deal? Yeah. Like why, why does he, why is he so, you know, doubling down on Conchu's bidding and stuff like that. And it's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a really, I think good reveal to, to have at the end. And it, would just make it more frustrating than anything if they don't do do another. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. it does it. You're right. And, and they made that cognizant decision to not include a third identity. This entire series has been Mark mm-hmm. and Steven. And honestly, it's been about their relationship more than anything else, even more than Layla and Arthur Harrow's relationship. It's been kind of a Steven and Mark figuring out how to deal with each other. They mm-hmm. are fighting in the beginning of the show. There's a lot of mirror talk, reflection talk happening. And then we're actually diving into their psyche when they're, you know, on the boat to the afterlife. Um, and they have the resolution in this one. Whenever Mark goes back to save him and, uh, you know, and, and at really high stakes too. I mean, Towerette tells him like, you don't come back here. If you try it, if you, if you leave, you don't get to come back to the field of reeds and he still does it to, to save yeah. Steven. He even tells Steven, I think like you're the only superhero I've ever had or something because he helped him yeah. deal with something in the past. So it's, it's great that they're, they have such resolution at the end, but you're right. The introduction of Jake Lockley is seemingly more violent inspired from the comic books as like a taxi cab driver, kind of streetwise guy. Um, mm. Like the introduction of of him creates that conflict between like two people, Stephen and Mark, and then a third guy that they kind of don't even <laughs> know. So it's it's yeah. fun to think about, but really frustrating if if nothing happens beyond Definitely. saying like, oh, he's reverted back and Conch is still around, and that's how <laughs> it is. That's just the way it is now. Yeah, I, I speaking to the the Mark and Stephen of it all though. That's that's like the that's the heart of the show. Like that's. Yeah. I truly didn't expect uh, Steven to, I'm sorry, Mark to go back for Steven in this. Yeah, I we thought, thought he was, was gonzo. Kind of, yeah, I was like, I was like, he'll come back to life, but I feel like part of his acceptance and the kind of equaling out of the, the scales is that like he maybe doesn't need Steven anymore, but it's like, I love that they give Steven like he is his own person. He's like fully his own person. So, yeah. and I think that that, kind of uh conclusion of them kind of working together and like switching off. And especially when they're in the moon Knight costume and it's jumping back and forth, it's yeah. such a cool um, visual, but it's also neat because it's very, it's thematic too. Like they're basically like handshaking, like, all right, or no, what's the better term. Like uh, 
handshake tapping in like they're like mm. tapping, like Ooh, right. passing the baton oh no is that something i don't know if that's something that's uh, something i think yeah yeah uh passing the baton like hey okay. you're this is you know this is more your strength now like uh, they each have their own strengths and um kind of a crazy yeah the fact that like uh, it is kind of like the daredevil thing where it's like uh I, I, I won't say weakness or disability, but it's like something that could be seen, you know, is seen as detrimental to like his mental health is very much his yeah. uh, superpower. Like the fact that like he is like two or three different people all with their own strengths. Um, it's a really cool thing to have pulled off on the show. Yeah, I, I, I like that because it is incredibly unique to Moon Knight and to Mark Spector in, in a way. And we we finally get to see a really good the fight scene I think that would exist if Moon Knight was in a movie, which was him handing off between Mr. Knight and Moon Knight. And then also with, you know, Scarlet Scarab, Mm -hmm. you know, having a fight scene where they are switching back and forth and visually too, a lot of really amazing stuff. I talked about the giant gods fighting, but they're fighting in the background and in the foreground, you've got this stuff going on. It's, it's like if during like a Godzilla attack, two people started just like going at it or something. And you're like, Oh my God. Like, do you guys yeah. see what's happening behind you? But it I, is, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's really cool and fun, but also it's maybe one of the things that makes them unique. Um, but also one of the tragic parts of this, which is Konshu clearly understands how having multiple identities would benefit him because he could right. make different bargains with exactly. you know, the same person, basically. Yeah, yeah, and and not to not hit on this again because we've already talked about it, but it's yeah. like I, I want to see how Jake Lockley got created, like yeah. at, like which moment if it is maybe that's true the um the kind of trauma of the stuff with Layla's dad, like yeah. when he was a merc, if like doing all the kind of uh, getting his hands dirty, doing yeah. his his work created that dark person. I've got I've, I've got a theory about that, which is really um. You know, it's not based on anything like the comic books or anything, but we never actually see the mercenary that Mark says killed Layla's dad. Like, we don't know who it is. We don't see it. But what if it's, you know, something that is really traumatic and he created Jake and Jake actually killed Layla's dad. Um, And I think you could maybe say that that is how they want you to read that this season, because it's like true when he. uh yeah, when he uh, wakes up and then goes and, like, finds Conchu, becomes Moon Knight, he, like, wakes up. He, like, wakes mm-hmm. up from, <clears throat> from my memory, at least, like, from seemingly being blacked out. Yeah. Um, so I think that is probably... Definitely, po- which is a different, you know, ball game when it comes to whether Layla will forgive him or not, because now it's, yeah. you know, some other thing. And then here's another twist. Hey, writers of Moon Knight Season 2... Take this if you want, but what if Leela's dad tried to kill him or something, and he's bad, Ooh, and so Jake, you know, came out. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry, everyone. Copyright. Poor <laughs> man's copyrights. Copyright right now. Conflict. What is, no, Deadline just reported Emmanuel Delphin hired to Moon Knight season uh, two writer. Mm, I don't think I'm qualified, and also uh, no, don't, 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 don't. No, thank you. Um, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch anything Disney right now, Brent. So <laughs> toxic. I'm just kidding. Um, like, there, there's some other really cool parts of this, and I think that there's something we haven't brought up yet. I've noticed it, and I've read it. Uh, uh, articles about it, but the fact that there are multiple QR codes hidden 
in this show, which is, first of all, insane because, you know, yeah. they are really leaning into the uh, borderline conspiracy theory slash, you know, yeah. freeze every frame of this ARG. Yeah, yeah. Back to ARG shit again. And yeah. you know what? They got this, I think, from maybe when we were all trying to get Mephisto into WandaVision. It's so funny. <laughs> Actually, the director said it's crazy how Jake Lockley is the number one trending thing for Moon Knight, but he doesn't appear in most of the series but jake lockley is the number one thing people are typing oh, um, but these qr codes lead to certain things some of them are posters for moon knight exclusive things like that the final qr code which is in the scene where arthur Hare is being wheeled out of that um uh, psychiatric hospital at the end uh, or i guess at the mid credit scene that qr code leads you to a comic book with kang the conqueror fighting moon knight and nobody knows what that means I don't know why that exists in the hospital, but forget that part. But, you know, the interesting to note that, like, if they aren't going to go out there and say that Oscar Isaac is back and signed a thing, they're at least kind of alluding and winking towards some giant battle. And if it yeah. means that Moon Knight just cameos in whatever this giant Kang the Conqueror event film is, um, I, I think yeah. we really have seen we're, we're going to see Moon Knight more at some point. Um, because that Q, because of that QR code, uh, people don't know this. I'm like writing on a giant dry erase board while, yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> guys, guys, yeah. look at this QR code I just scanned. But I, I, you know, I guess this is kind of leading us to a discussion about the future of Moon Knight. What do you think about Moon Knight and the MCU? Oscar Isaac isn't signed on for anything else, which is, I think, just a smart move. He's one of the guys, yeah. I think, in terms of an actors, he probably wants to read the scripts before just for carte blanche sure. saying he's in. But what do you think about the future of Moon Knight? I think, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be back in some capacity. Um, If not for season two, then in, you know, one of the the films down the line. Um, I think that that's so interesting about the Kang thing, because I that makes me kind of think that this might just be a different multiverse. I mean, the multiverse is in play. We talked about this in the last episode, Uh, but that's fascinating yeah i think we have not we definitely haven't seen the last of him i mean you you don't get somebody like oscar isaac who kills it this hard and Mm. leave leave that you know book sitting on the shelf like you you know you want him you're actively engaging with yeah i mean just one of if not the best most successful just most beloved actor maybe working today like you want to you want to keep him in play so yeah yeah, he's he's coming back well this leads me to so let's talk about moon knight the show just generally um i guess i'll I'll talk a little bit about it and then i'll ask you but like uh i'll ask you like what you thought of oscar isaac as moon knight the show just overall i thought it was in i think i think from start to finish this show has been a pretty unique outing for the mcu part of that of course oscar isaacs who just has so much charisma and in this uh series is playing multiple characters which is no easy feat ever like he is absolutely committing and you know at some points doing the switch on camera for us um full accent full you know temperament body language switch on camera which is really fantastic (laughs) to see um and then i think the other part of this is the fantastic team that that has written and directed most of these episodes, the producers who brought a lot of authenticity to the Egyptian 
um, mythology and just kind of the the setting of of, of Cairo, which I think yeah. you know has was was really admirable. But just visually, this this was a very different kind of show, which I appreciated. Like the reflection stuff at the beginning. But then all of like the really big sweeping stuff that happens, even in the action sequences, which were kind of few and far between. There weren't a ton. There wasn't a ton of action sequences in every single yeah. episode. But I, I, I thought it was an incredibly unique show and, and really successful on a lot of the fronts it was going for. And um, very, very nuanced. I mean, there were like surreal. There were episodes that were taking place in the afterlife that included super surreal moments like when when harrow was his psychiatrist like that stuff was next level throw a wrench yeah. into the story and see what we come out with i thought it was really fun but brent what do you think about oscar isaacs Char very charismatic sexy but con you know kind of tortured dude and and what do you think about moon knight the show uh yeah i think i you know the star of the sh of the show is is oscar isaac like you know Literally and figuratively, I think that like <clears throat> his performance here, um, especially when you get into the last couple episodes where he's doing that kind of uh, character switch, you know, just right there on camera. It's it's just almost a superpower in and of itself like that. I, I'm so excited to see Moon Knight show up again because it's like you're going to get a wild Oscar Isaac performance. And I think you could do so much fun stuff with a guy who has multiple personalities and can kind of jump between them because they each have different strengths or they're even just communicating with each other. That's such a fun uh, concept, but yeah, for me, Moon Knight was uh, a great time because it, like I said, is, is my introduction to the character. We're getting into a really exciting time where, you know, at least through Thanos and stuff, I, was I had a familiarity with the characters and the source material generally, not all of it, but um, I think we're really getting into a phase now where it's like, especially stuff like Kang, Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel is the show, right? Yes. Uh, you know, characters like that. Um, Iron, I, I'm sorry, Ironheart. Uh, it's going to be really exciting because it's, it's truly going to be like all fresh stuff for me. And when it's executed this well, um, you know, it's just going to be really exciting. So I, yeah, I really, really liked Moon Knight. We didn't really talk about Scarlet Scarab. I thought uh, that whole thing with like uh, Towerette choosing yeah. her to be kind of, uh, or I'm sorry, her like except avatar to be yeah. her avatar. And you know what? That's a great point because she also denies Conchu's kind of proposition because he says, I want to be, you know, I want to, okay, I was going to say, I was going to, I was going to craft a really bad sentence in a little bit, but <laughs> she declined to be his avatar, which honestly pretty damn smart considering who con con Yeah, she's is. like, "No, you Stephen Marvel, liar. both of them don't trust you. You're yeah. uh you're not going to let me uh have my own life back basically. It's a smart move, but yeah, Towerette's way more chill and uh is like I I love Towerette in that where she's yeah. like uh Oh, I have such a great costume idea. And the costume looks yeah. badass. It's like yeah. a really cool, you have that nice moment with the girl yeah. who's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yeah. 
Um, it's it, a really it, cool moment. Yeah, it looks like the necklace that Tauret has, I believe, and I think you know what Layla wears it in her costume or something. The the wings, oh. the golden wings. Yeah, you're and right. I want to yeah. call this out. This is the actress who voices Tauret, Antonia Salib. It's like her only credit so far. I guess she did like a blind audition. She didn't even know it was a Marvel thing, and now she's in the MCU playing, you know, the the hippo goddess of, <laughs> of birth and motherhood. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if she, I mean, no, I guess she will come back because Scarlet Scarab is yeah uh, out there now. They're not just yeah. going to take her off the off the field. So that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I think that there's going to be a lot more Moon Knight to come. I think a second season might happen. Um, I think it's all dependent on Oscar. I mean, it's kind of a boring answer. It kind of just depends on Oscar Isaac's schedule. He's shooting. Well, actually, he's hmm, spoiler alert. He's done with Dune movies, but like he's got other stuff, uh, you know, like on the pipe, yeah. I'm sure. So I bet it's all just revolving around when he has free time to do it. But um, yeah, yeah, I would happily revisit the Moon Knightiverse at, at any point just because it's so unique and it's really, really a fun moment. And honestly, like this may seem super shallow, but I, I thought we could have used way more action sequences. I want to see all that Moon Knight stuff and, and, oh, and Scarlet yeah. Scarab teaming up like <clears throat> just a handful of fights. Let's get them like you know, murdering tons of zombies or whatever. In yeah. Afterlife. Yeah. We didn't talk about that much either, I guess, but like that final fight really is so good. And I, I was, I was like laughing when I noticed that, um, Conchu and, uh, Ahmet were massive now for some reason. I was like, that feels very, <laughs> we talked about this a little bit, but because this is just that love affair with Marvel. Yeah. And when it's time for the final fight, and you need the stakes to be really huge. They'll they'll, they'll get pretty huge. Like they'll make sure that the stakes are yeah. Drag the edge yeah. of that of that of that character animation. Just just stretch it up, stretch it up, stretch it up. I just yeah. found it very funny. But I I do I really did still really like that it was, you know, they had their fight going on, and that was kind of the big Marvel thing. But really, the focus was the Moon Knights and uh, Scarlet Scarab and. Yeah. Um, Arthur, Arthur Harrow, Harrow. Yeah. An H. Um, and I, I did, I did like that. It, it was still, it felt relatively small compared to most Marvel things, even though there were a couple of giant, you know, power ranger villains fighting on uh, <laughs> the giant pyramid. Yeah. But, uh, what a power. Conchu yeah. has like, <laughs> my God, you can change the sky. Crazy can, powers. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? This is also something that could be important for the future. Moon Knight is the, the there, there's kind of a lot of, uh, you know, the comic books always have the issues after big events like this are these characters dealing with the aftermath. And the aftermath of Moon Knight is pretty big. Like a ton of people got sent to the afterlife. Everyone saw giant gods fighting. The avatars that did exist on Earth were all wiped out. And, True, yeah. you know, I'm, I don't know if there's any kind of judgment in the overvoid for what Amit did, but there's a lot that is kind of that they that they'll have to figure out, at least in this version of Earth. Like there's there's people 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 are shook into their core, you know. Yeah, by what they saw, probably. But who knows? I, yeah, if they've if they've seen like Thanos and they've seen aliens and they've seen yeah. another Tuesday, just yeah. another Tuesday. MVP. Yeah, we learned about a hidden country called Wakanda like three years ago. So 
I think we can we can deal with this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, that is so funny. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that this series was just as unique as we wanted it to be and as authentic as it was. And as, and Oscar Isaacs killed it, which I don't think we had doubts about, but it's still yeah. good to to kind of see something like this. But yeah, well, we've 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 gone through and finished another MCU streaming show. Wow. Just wow. another feather in our cap, huh? Another so many feathers. <laughs> that's hey, filled with feathers. Right. Yeah. That's that's six hours we're not getting back, huh? I'm just kidding. I get <laughs> right. No, that actually, it's dream. twelve. It's closer to twelve because we pot about them after. So, yeah, right. The whole half day. No, but this is Moon Knight. Fantastic show. Let us know what you think about it. I think a lot of you are fans of it, from what I've seen online and read um, in our replies. But uh, yeah, Brent, what do you have to plug? Uh, yeah. So go listen to the Delphin Pod Patreon. Um, a lot of awesome stuff over there. Definitely. I do, you know, things like top fives. We just started the new kind of uh, weekly, you know, movie show catch up kind of uh, podcast called screen slush, which is a lot of fun to do. Uh, and I also have a podcast called director showdown that I host with my friend Adam and I, it's on a bit of a hiatus, but you know, over a hundred episodes of that um, really fun show about directors uh, careers that we, uh, really dive into so yeah check all that stuff out nice definitely listen to that show listen to all the dolphin pod shows and we will be we will return unlike the untold return of moon Knight, where we're kind of holding our breath this show will definitely come back if not tomorrow in the coming weeks as we venture into the next uh into show and i'm just gonna Oh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna definitely go into the multiverse of madness, but I'm just gonna double check. Yeah, and Miss Marvel comes out June 8th of 2022, so there's gonna wow. be a new show in a couple of weeks, and then after that, we got She Hulk, and by then, it's gonna be Thor Love and Thunder. So, with non stop Marvel, you will wish it stopped. You're probably gonna call your podcast provider and try to get us canceled, and then Shut the joke's the on you. Down. Yeah, is Spotify, as we've learned does not censor their shows so we're not going anywhere we're going nowhere <laughs> yeah we're roganing right. this um uh, <laughs> i will say though you'll probably see 100 episodes disappear overnight because of your emails okay uh <laughs> thanks so much we'll see you next week bye see ya